then they attacked me in the comments. I got brutalized. A text message, a phone call, or an email can really change your life. If you don't send this text, think of all the things you could be missing out on. Like this yeah. could be like your best friend for life. This yeah. could be like something a whole that door. Hello guys and welcome or welcome back to another episode of High Key Adulting. I have COVID. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you guys, but um yeah, so oh today is Monday. Dang, so it's been a week. Okay, so it's been a full week. Chris tested positive last Monday, which means that um, after I did a babysitting job and came home, and then Tuesday morning we found out, so um, not fun. Honestly, all the days are starting to blend in together, but yeah, I'm fine, which is nice, but it really sucks because like, the one time I'm sick, I want to actually be out and do stuff. I had to cancel a couple of babysitting gigs and... Yeah, I've just been at home, but I've been on a big content scroll, obviously, so TikTok has been consuming a lot of my time, and that's it. I feel like now COVID quarantine is less, like, strict on the 14 days because that's not even a thing anymore. Like, people are doing, like, the five-day thing and trying to test negative, so Chris just tested negative, but I just tested positive again, so I should be negative in, like, a day or two. But I'm just staying safe and not going anywhere and just being at my home because that's all you can do. So I've been eating a surplus of fast food, which has not been the best, but um, I don't feel like doing anything. That's the update for the week. <laughs> I don't know. No inspirational quote this week. There's just a lot going on. But um, yes, but with that being said, I have a full episode that you guys are going to enjoy today. My friend Maya is coming on and she's a content creator and she does all the things and we just had a really fun talk. Yes, I hope you guys enjoy this episode and here is Maya. Alrighty, guys. So today I have one of my best YouTube internet friends, Miss Maya Beatrice. How are you, ma'am? Good, good. Hello, all. Hello. Oh my goodness. You have been someone I've been wanting to have for so long. I've been wanting to be on your podcast for so long. Since really? I, like, first, since you first DM'd me on Instagram. Yeah, I DM'd like, you. I had a podcast. I went and I like listened to them and I was like, I want to be on a podcast. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You definitely have to be. And then not only that, I know you're a big podcast fan or at least you're definitely Emma Chamberlain's podcast fan. A stan. A stan. That's a good time. I feel like, wait, have you done one before? A podcast? Mm-hmm. Nope. This is my first. This is your first one? I, I have nope. a habit of taking people's podcast V-cards. It's because, but I feel like, I mean, like, not to toot my own horn, but I feel like you pick the best people, like, you know? You I feel pick, like I do, too. <laughs> right, yeah, like, yeah. you pick the people that need to be heard, but, I like, think so, yeah. yeah. And I think it's because, like, I don't know, I feel like something, you know, when you listen to, like, bigger podcasts or whatever, they'll bring on celebrities or people, and it's nice to hear that insight, but I feel like, you know, people want to hear more from the average person. Right. And, like, the very unedited. Show. Yeah, like, you feel like you can get more of an inside scoop on, like, the average person so that you're able to almost relate more. And I love yeah. that. I feel like it's more intimate and it's really nice. And I feel like that's why my podcast does so well because people just love the, like, nitty-gritty stuff because I feel like sometimes people also tend to, like, filter a lot of stuff on podcasts mm -hmm. or if they don't filter it, it's, like, a what the agency and management said to filter. So it's, like, yep. you know, it's, like, one of those. But, yes, yeah. I'm so excited for all the things we're going to talk about today. I don't know what we're going to talk about today. We're just going to get into it. So go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone that's listening. 
Okie dokie. Hey guys, I'm Maya Beatrice. Um, I'm 19. I'm a YouTuber, content creator, mostly YouTuber because I think that's what I'm the best at. Um, but I'm just chilling and just making content, living my life. Oh, I'm from New York too. Love yes, New York. Yes, a New York Brooklyn. content creator. Oh, I love yes, it. we love the New York content creators. So Yes, and you just went to school, kind yes. of. For like the shortest amount of time you can ever go to school. Like, I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you were a college uh, vlogger, YouTuber at one point. Um, and honestly, yeah. good content. <laughs> I literally always joke around, but I'm definitely not joking. I'm like, I would have definitely gone to college to create the content. I know. I mean, I kind of feel bad because I feel like people were like really getting into like the college content. Yeah. But then at the same time, I had people like my parents being like, Maya, it was boring. All you did was mm. sit in your room. <laughs> because that's honestly all I did. Like, I feel like. But it's I so nice to watch. Like you going to your, you know, like little cafe to do your thing. Yeah. Like it's fun yeah. to watch. But okay. Why don't we backtrack a little bit? Why don't you explain like all the things where you went? What was the experience? Like, you know all that yeah I mean okay so I went to Howard University which is an HBCU in Washington DC and basically Howard like I only applied to two colleges I applied to Howard and Spelman Mm -hmm. because there was a point in high school where I was like I'm only going to an HBCU that's the place for me because I was like I went to an all-white middle school so I was like after that all white middle school, I then went to like a very, it's actually the most diverse high school in New York City is where I went to. So I was like, it was like a culture shock. And I was like, whoa, like, you know, and I was like, I like, you know, having different cultures around me. So I was going through that. And I was like, I need to go to HBCU. This is what I want. So I was like, Howard or Spelman, that's it. And then I went to visit Howard in DC. And I was like, I love Howard. (laughs) And um. So those are the two places I applied. I applied early action. So like and that's this was when, it. like you started or yeah, because I'm confused on the timeline. You just started was, fall of 2021. Is that it? No, I started my sophomore year fall of. Oh, did, did you do a year online or am I making that up? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've been there for a while. So you just went in person. Like that's yeah. what a lot of people did. If that was their like sophomore year, like this is their first year on campus technically. Okay. Making sense. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I did the full year online and I feel like you can't you can't really get a good feel out of it but at the same time like did you like it online uh, that first year I don't know like I I was having like mixed emotions about it like um what was I having mixed emotions about though it's hard to put it into words. Maybe like, just spending a whole year online and literally being like, it's no, but I me. love that. Like, I really, I love online classes. Mm. Like, when I go back to school in the fall, I'm doing all online. Because, like, mm-hmm. you will not catch me in an in-person class again trying right. to do a test. I don't <laughs> oh, no. even know how to study. Like, I can't. But I think I just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it wasn't the content of the classes. It was just, like, the overall vibe. I felt like I wasn't fitting with it but that's interesting because you were so excited to go in person exactly like I was so excited about this and I think I don't know like you just have expectations but like it just didn't really fit with my vibe like I didn't feel the most comfortable Mm. like responding in class or anything like that and then like I got to campus August of 2021 
and I got the whole like college apartment I was like okay we're gonna do this like I'm excited because Howard is supposed to be like you know it's supposed to be like really fun like you it's supposed to have like a really big party scene I was mm-hmm. like oh I'm ready to party hey <laughs> like I was ready for the college experience and then I got there and I mostly just kind of like stayed in my room which is yeah. also partly because of like COVID though like yeah. you know for sure a lot of stuff was different because of COVID but I also just I think I realized that I don't like parties <laughs> yeah that's interesting we yeah. talked about that didn't we talk about that when you were here guys Maya visited me in LA with um oh, and Reina yeah. also came at the same time and I feel like we just had this whole conversation about like yeah like partying and like what what we actually like and what we actually like don't like and you were definitely yeah. like on the I'm really a party type person like I just like yeah. to have my good group of friends and like that's fun and that's valid yeah I would I would like much rather prefer like a chill hangout yeah, like back yeah people, than like a rager mm-hmm. yeah no I feel that I definitely feel that and honestly yeah that was one reason as to why I was like I don't know I had been to a very small my school wasn't small but I went to like a middle and high school like performing arts school so like our school had about like a thousand something people but half of the people half of our uh 1000 were middle school students so like the high school students never interacted with the middle school students so honestly our school basically had like 500 600 700 people at most and like I knew everyone there and like everyone knew me and it was one of those things, but like our school was still pretty big. It wasn't one of those schools where it was like, Oh, there's only 200 kids. And like, we all date each other, <laughs> you know, yeah, it wasn't no, one of those, but honestly, people did that school. too. Yeah. No, honestly, I'm like, wait, just kidding. People did that at my school for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I, I feel like it was really nice kind of like having that same amount of people. And like when I wanted to go to college, cause there was a point where I was like, yeah, like I definitely want to go to school. I was like, wow. Like I would love to go to a public university, but like, damn like I didn't realize there's literally like 30,000 people like that go to like yeah. one school and that can make you feel so small and like completely out of place and just like what am I doing here because there are literally so many people like, did you feel like that like a people overload when you got to school not not at Howard because Howard is like a smaller because it's private it is smaller mm-hmm. so it's smaller it's actually like it's this I think it was like the same size as my high school oh my really school like 4,000 oh that's it I I thought why did I think Howard had so many more people I think like it probably does I'm probably like messing up the whole like data I don't know like (laughs) it wasn't it's not like a USC like it's not like right like Mm -hmm. you'll see the same people every single day yeah it's that type of place Mm -hmm. so oh okay well then yeah Yeah. but but still I feel like sometimes when you just like I don't know I was it's funny because I was so much more ready to jump into the real world and just like move out on my own and be in New York City slash now LA rather than to go to like and be in the big world like in the big pond like the biggest pond that there is rather than go to a school that I felt like was going to make me intimidated (laughs) I was like I'd rather just go and do the the real thing instead because like I'm gonna have to do that at some point anyway like I always felt like that for some reason but like I don't know. I, I was so excited to go to college to have that experience. And sometimes I'm not going to lie. Like I still get that FOMO of like, oh, like having a college friend group would be nice because you you get it. Like, I mean, half of my friends, half, 90% of my friends are internet friends. Like I don't really right. have that many friends that are like in person that live here, even though like, I feel like that pool is starting to grow and it's really nice. It's just like, I have my core like friends that are online and you know them, like you, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I wish we all lived in this little utopia society. I wish we all like weren't all the way across the country from each other. I know. Like that's me. Like I have like my like legit, I 
like three friends and mm-hmm. they all just went back to school so now I'm like in New York alone. Like, <laughs> alone so I definitely it's just like I rely on my internet friends like you like my mm-hmm. uh, I want to make more internet friends though because I feel yeah. like you can do it so I told you like you guys I literally told you I was like I feel like the internet is just such a cool place to just go ahead and reach out to someone because if it doesn't work you can literally just stop talking to them like you know how in New York and like LA it's like when you make friends in person it's like you have to make the effort to see them and like go out and you know go to brunch and go out and do all this stuff but like if there's an internet friend that you meet and you genuinely don't like you literally can just mute a block a ball you know it's so much simpler so I feel like you get more of a pool variety when you're online like picking your friends from a catalog because you can literally pick someone who's just like you that is true but at the same time but at the same time like I like I don't know. Like, I, I will never, like, reach out to somebody first. And that's what I was about I to was, get on you. <laughs> I was so happy that, like, you reached out to me. Didn't you like, say I was, like, the oh, first you're... person that reached out to you, like, to be yes. friends? That is so yeah. crazy to me. Because, like, you would – I think – I'm pretty sure this is when YouTube started actually recommending me, oh, black YouTubers who are actually lifestyle YouTubers who do the same thing. Like, this was – I think you were one of the first people. Like, it was, like, you and there was, like, I think three or four other people. And I started watching them religiously as well because I was, like, why haven't I, like, not seen this side of YouTube? Like, yeah. people who look like me who do the same thing and it's not just, like, hair. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, we love a black girl doing hair on YouTube. But, like, that's not all black girls do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm, I wanna see, yeah. Like, I want to see, like, me, like, someone like me just, like, living their life. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And that's why I love your content. I was like, I have to reach out. And that's why, and that's the thing. I feel like people are so scared of rejection, but I don't care. (laughs) Like, I think I'm so used to like the, the world of entertainment and like literally being said no to all the time. And also I just have this like thought in my head that I'm like, if you say no to me, that's on you. Like, you know, like I really, I say that because I'm just like, I already know I'm going to be exactly where I want to be. I kind of already am exactly where I want to be. Like, there's no reason, like you weren't going to be in my life anyway. So if you said no, you weren't yeah. in my life before you're not in my life now it's fine so like that's why I'm like if people don't respond or they genuinely honestly people sometimes genuinely don't see your message so I'm like I don't care but you have a you have a pool of people in New York City I know that you could reach out to right now and be like hey let's be friends yeah but <laughs> what like, is stopping I, I, you <laughs> I, envy, I envy your like confidence and like your ability to be like I don't care because like I will say that to myself and then like go in my bed and cry about it for like five hours a day and I'll be like I can't believe I just embarrassed myself oh my god no I like, feel that I will look at some of my but I'll look at some of my old like message reach outs and I'm like ew like there's a reason why they yeah. didn't respond to you like honestly but <laughs> but then again this is honestly the biggest tip that I've learned in my entire life I feel like this is my adulting tip for my life it's that a text message, a phone call, or an email can really change your life. And I say that with so much confidence because there are so many things in my life that I know would never have happened if I just didn't send that text message, if I didn't send that email. Because like when you reach out to a pool of people or like someone that's just not in your inner circle, even your outer circle or like your environment, someone that's completely out of your environment that knows nothing about you and you know nothing about them, so to speak, you know, social media, you kind of know things about people before you reach out, but that opens a whole, you know, set of doors that you would have never known about if you would have never sent that message and you never know where it can go. Sometimes I send messages, I go out with them for brunch and then like, I never see them again. Other people, I'm like, I stay so like such close friends with them. Same thing. Like I had Mary Charles on my podcast, like what, three weeks ago. And, like, met her through social media. And she said the same thing. She was like, oh, like, I get so scared to, like, reach out to people. I'm like, why? I'm like, that, that so throws me off. Like, because if anything, like, it really is, like, a yes or no, like, 
thing like if they don't want to hang out with you like then it's whatever but I think I've learned that through a process of also like being scared like I would always used to like unsend my message and be like "Mm, like you don't have the credentials to like reach out to them like why would you do that but then I'm like I really don't care and like I think you have to start saying that to yourself because I swear doors open up so much when that just starts to happen like I mean you have you usually pitch to brands or like what do you do on that end no no they always reach out to you yeah and even like I've had conversations with Raina about Mm -hmm. that like everything like yeah we talked about that we literally said it we were like Mario you need to reach out before before I got like a manager which I just got a manager like Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago so it's like fresh but like before that I would have brands that like I would want to work with and I'd just be like okay we'll see what happens like you know like let's just cross our fingers and hope because I was like I am not sending an email Mm -hmm. but like my thing is like a I'm like nervous too and like Mm -hmm. embarrassing and b I just don't know how to speak to like strangers. Oh. Like I'll write an email. Yeah. It takes me like two hours to formulate mm-hmm. even like a reply. I don't know what to say. Like yeah. I don't even know how to greet. Like, should I say hi? Should I say hello? Should I say hey? <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> you it's said that's the most important part. <laughs> it's like that, yeah. but that's the that's the stuff that I like go in my head about. No, I and feel you. I just like don't end up doing it. I think it yeah. Out. No, I get it. I think it also takes this level of like, you know, when you like prove yourself right, like whether if that's you like following your routine or whatever, and like you build more confidence with yourself because you're proving yourself right. I feel like it takes the same thing when it comes to like reaching out to people and networking or whatever you want to call it. It's just like you want to kind of prove to yourself that it can work. So if like no one's answered you yet, you're just like, well, do I send this next one? So it's it's like yeah. you're waiting for someone to be like, oh, like, okay. But I feel like that started happening to me like that's the thing I feel like now when I think about all the people that I've met on the internet it's through it's because I already knew someone that knew someone that knew someone like mm-hmm. I have a friend um Natalie Barbu like I'm just name dropping her but she was like my first like big YouTube friend and that was because like um she lived in Charlotte I also lived in Charlotte and like I was graduating a year a year early and I wanted someone to help me with my uh senior exit project and I was doing it on like not taking the traditional path and like pursuing a career like YouTube or freaking acting or like whatever um and I had just and that was like I feel like that was the first time where I really reached out to someone because I was like honestly hit or miss like I I never really cared but I was like if she sees this then great but if she doesn't like I don't really care you know what I'm saying and I was like hey like my name's Jada like I'm a what 17 year old I'm about to graduate (laughs) blah 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 and I reached out to her and like she's a huge lifestyle creator like she's been like OG YouTube for so long and I was like I was like you know what let me just shoot my shot and she responded and she's like yo Jada like that's so cool blah 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 and she was like my first like big YouTube friend and you know what ever since then I I think when I lived in New York after because I was like what a couple months after like six months after maybe when I was in New York um I had went to this I just found myself in Bryant Park one day because I saw that they were having this influencer event and I was like oh like let me see who I can run into and I had ran into um uh Elena Elena Tabor she's also a huge YouTuber and so and there's so I watch her yeah and like I freaking love her and I've watched her since I was growing up if anything like I was fangirling over Elena and I had met her and I was like oh my gosh like blah 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 like I I also do blah 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 and like started talking to her and then she had like a book club or something like that and I also did that and then I ended up co-hosting um what's it called she during the whole like Black Lives Matter movement she wanted like a person of color like who you know could relate who could talk about it because she wasn't gonna lead a book club 
you know, being like Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. but I don't know what I'm talking about. So she was like, hey, Jada, like, I know you, I trust you. I know that you're friends with Natalie, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, can you help me do this? And like, basically, world just kind of opened up after that. And like, all friends of her friends and friends of friends. And like, now I'm friends with literally that entire, like, all, all of the OG YouTubers that I used to watch just because I sent that one text message. And it's crazy, but that's how it yeah. happens. And I feel like that's, that's how it really works. And if anything, like, even these days, what's it called? Like when Clubhouse was a thing, I was networking my ass off like crazy. Like literally just like even, the- I didn't even touch Clubhouse. <laughs> I think it was me. I don't know if it was you that sent me. Probably. I think I it was. It was me. It was me. <laughs> I did invite I you. Like, and I think I opened it and I was like, I'm scared. There's people <laughs> talking. I don't know what's going on. And I just like lagged out. And I was, like, Honestly, it kind of died. So it's okay that you're off that yeah. trend now. But the fact that like when it was really blowing up, it was doing its thing. Yeah. But like yeah. that tip, I feel like I feel like that is like kind of what I need to like keep in my head to like motivate me because it's like mm-hmm. if you think about it, like if you don't send this text, think of all the things you could be missing out on. Like this yeah. could be like your best friend for life. This yeah. could be like a whole that door. You to your best friend. Yeah, like if you think about it like that, then it's like because like I always say like everything happens for a reason. So right. like technically, if I make I'm, like, you be your that, reason, should, yeah, exactly. That text mm-hmm. could be my reason. Yeah, no, I agree. Only and then also like back then you can think about like back in the 70s and 60s and even like 80s and 90s when social media wasn't really a thing. And basically everyone and all the opportunities that you know always came from someone that you knew in person because technology didn't exist. So like you were basically very limited to what you had access to back then when there was no technology but now you can literally scroll through instagram like it's a literal catalog and pick out people who match your vibe match your aesthetic match match your mentality match your vibe whatever match literally anything that you want to and on any level and you can find someone and reach out and be like hey i think we should be friends and like you never know where that can go yeah and i think that that's so cool because that opens up a whole set of doors that you would have never had access to had there not been technology, you might have not even known that this person existed, you know? And like, I feel like I'm using TikTok for that a lot now because I really didn't know the power of that. Even Kendall, you met Kendall when you were here. Kendall reached out to me or she, what did she do? She had reached out to me uh, on Instagram because she had found my TikToks of like, me as an actor waking up in the morning. That's how I found her. She found me. And I was like, what? I'm like, you're like a famous dancer in LA. Like what? Like, I, I don't know you. And like, she didn't know me, but like she reached out. And I found that so cool because- she 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 even told me that that was her one of her first times reaching out to people because she hates reaching out to people. She's like, I'm so scared to reach out to people. And I'm like, what? I'm like, you're a badass like dancer that lives in LA. Like you can reach out to anybody. I'm like, of course I answered because you a beast. Like she literally can dance so well. Yeah. But I was like, she just had such, you know, like such a sweet vibe and like she really just wanted to connect with someone. And I'm like, that's what the power of social media like is. And I feel like we need to get back to that space of like, not caring about what people think because I'm like, okay, if someone's actually going to think about like, oh, like you don't have enough numbers to talk to me, then I'm like, I don't want to be friends with you anyway. So it's okay. Yeah. You know? So like, I feel like that's my vibe, but I feel like Maya, I'm like, once you start reaching out to people, girl, I'm like, you're already blowing up and do your thing, but like you're, you could do it. I, I want to, I really want to. Cause like, I want to, I, I really want to try to be like more social. Cause I think mm-hmm. I use like my social anxiety as an excuse to be like, oh, like I have social anxiety. That's why I don't mm. talk to people. But I feel like it's just because I don't push myself. Like mm. if I actually like push myself out of my comfort zone, I feel like I would get used to it. Because people want to be your friend, Maya. You were like so cool. I have some friends that actually like went to my high school that uh, that go to Howard and they're like, oh, like I watch Maya. And I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's so crazy to me. Like, that's so insane. That's what I'm saying. Like you bring you bring this vibe to your videos too that's just like you can literally talk to me and like 
reach out to me. Yeah. I'm like, you should do that to other people that you want to be friends I know. with. That I, you feel like, I feel like it's kind of a catfish because I'm like, in my videos, no. I'm like, I'm so open. And I'm like, I'm just like chatting. And then like, I like check my DMs and I'll be like, frenzy. I'll be like, mm. oh my God, oh my God. Like, do I respond? Do I not respond? Mm-hmm. Is it too late to respond? It's been three yeah. weeks. Like <laughs> it's been three weeks. Yeah, I'll no, work. I feel you. Time, yeah, no, but you're killing it, and I feel like you're again, like your vibe. You just bring this this energy to YouTube that like people didn't know that they needed. And like again, I I see your comments. Like I see the people who resonate with you, Maya. Like people appreciate you. Like people yeah. appreciate you for being that voice and for being that representation for someone that is doing the normal lifestyle girly college youtube life that like you know any other average girl would be doing you know so like i applaud you for that and i am so glad that we became friends through talking through the internet like crazy people but you know talk about your youtube journey like since we're already on that like when did you start how did you get to this lifestyle aesthetic who are people you looked up to just go through the whole the whole 10 miles YouTube journey. Okay. I mean, it's not long. It's been a year. It was a year in August. I started like August. It was like right after my birthday. Oh, yeah. You didn't start. You just started basically. Yeah. I started last year, August. I I think it was after my birthday because like my, my, my parents literally, I was like, I want to start YouTube. Okay. Actually, no, let me backtrack because I'm like, I always tell the story in like wrong chronological order. (laughs) Basically, quarantine happens. We're home. But before quarantine happened, this was like prime TikTok. Charlie D'Amelio mm. was all the rage. I was TikToking in class, renegading through the halls. <laughs> and I was like, quarantine happens. And I was like, after they were like, okay, we're never going to see each other again. Like, you're never going back to school. I was like, it's time to start TikTok. I'm going to be the next Charlie D'Amelio. That was my goal, to be Charlie D'Amelio. So I got on TikTok. I was like literally like dancing outside. It was so cringy. I literally privated that TikTok account. <laughs> but that was because I had this one TikTok video blew up. It well blew up. It wasn't like that big, but like it got like a million views. And I was being That's like huge. cringy. <laughs> I was being so cringy. And then they attacked me in the comments. I got Stop. brutalized. They were like, you whitewashed girl. Oh my no. God. You want to be white so bad. And I was just like, oh. Oh, no. Um, so that was kind of like, that was kind of, and then I got like around like 80K on TikTok. But like, that's, mm-hmm. you know, 80K on TikTok, I don't know. TikTok's mm-hmm. a weird environment. I know, it um, is. Yeah. So I knew I didn't really want to be on TikTok because like, it was bad for my mental health. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't like this place. The mm-hmm. five-year-olds are bullying me. I want to get off. <laughs> you said, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. So then I was like, okay, well. This means like if I if I if I did the TikTok, right, and I did the thing, then I could do the YouTube because YouTube is what I always wanted to do. I've been watching YouTube. Had you make any videos prior to what? Actually, I'm lying. I'm lying to you. I had a dance channel. Stop. I had a dance channel. (laughs) Why am I just finding out about this? (laughs) In middle school, I had like this dance channel and I would post videos of me doing Matt Stefanina. Dances. Oh my gosh, no way. That's yeah. crazy. They're embarrassing. So like, wow. you know. I need but, access to this. Mm, maybe I'll send it. I'll send out like one. <laughs> like, because one of them actually, like, one of them actually got like a thousand views. And I was like, Come oh my on. God, I'm famous. I'm yeah. famous. But yeah, so that was like my only like dip toe into YouTube. Mm-hmm. But like, I knew I wanted to start. 
but I was like, okay, I don't want this to just be like a fluke. Like this isn't just a hobby for me. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, like I love to do it, but like, I want this to be like the rest of, well, like not the rest of my life, but like, I want this to be my life. Like I've always wanted to be like, not like a star, but like, I just knew that I, whatever I did in my career, I wanted it to be like entertaining other people. Yeah. And I wanted it to be based on my personality because I feel like I'm good vibes, you know, and mm-hmm. I feel like... Yes, you are. Yeah, I feel like I'm an entertaining <laughs> individual. So I was like, when I was little, I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be a rapper, an actress. It was always one of those. So I was like, YouTube mm-hmm. is... I think YouTube is my thing. So I started it, and then I told my dad, I was like, this is an investment. Can you get me this camera? And I got the Sony ZV-1. He got it yes. for me for my birthday. That, like, I think the day after I filmed my first video, it was, like, in Unpopular Opinions. I did all the, like, Emma Chamberlain edits. I was like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. And then that was the start. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. I keep forgetting that you recently started. And, like, guys, that just goes to show you, like, if you put in, like, even a bit of work and just push yourself, like, you have no idea where that can go. And, like, you'll never yeah. know if you literally just don't hit record. Like, don't do the thing. And the way that you pivoted from, you know, the TikTok and audit being your vibe and then going to YouTube, honestly, YouTube is a harder game. And I don't know, like, mm-hmm. I never want to say that you got struck by luck, but, like, you also did continue. You continued what you had. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't just stop yeah. even when, I mean, what? You got a million views on that one TikTok and you were like, this is not for me. And you knew that. But you were like, okay, like, let's try YouTube. This is something I've always wanted to do. And you did it. And, like, you're still doing it. And you make phenomenal videos that, you know, people freaking enjoy and love. So with, like, when it comes to motivation and content creation and all that stuff, where do you stay motivated? Like, what keeps you motivated? Um, I think, I don't know. Like, over the past month, it did get a little weary because, like, I, I'm normally never the type to be like, ooh, like, I look at views and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm also, like, I'm a Virgo. So I'm all about the data. I'm all about <laughs> organization, all I'm about I'm a Virgo it. moon, so I feel. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, I would, I would, like, you know, look at my analytics from time to time. But, like, I didn't let that, like, base everything, like, off of what I was doing. And, like, recently, I think it was, like, December. It was, like, Vlogmas. Vlogmas was, like, not a good time. Hmm. Because, like, I. You I didn't do it. Views. You didn't do it. Oh, no. That's what I thought. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no. no, I always but, recommend that people do not do vlogmas unless they yeah. definitely have an audience that's gonna watch because it's it's crazy. It'll plummet yeah. your yeah. It seems traumatizing. It like, is, and everybody <laughs> says that they're like. I did it in like 2016, and I did like three minute videos here, eight minute videos here, be like walking vlogmas? around. School. Yeah, in like 2016, like, and then I did it again the next year. But then I did like weekly vlogmas because I was like that daily shit. Yeah. Like I could not do that. Like it was yeah. just not gonna happen. But yeah. Anyway, plummet your views. Weekly, continue. Weekly vlogmas <laughs> is like calm. But like I, yeah. Daily, like you it's have ridiculous. to get to do that. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. And you have to have things. One. Yeah, you have to have things yeah. you're doing. Like you can't just kind of go into that and be like, well, I hope it sticks. Like no one's gonna watch yeah. that. Try yeah. TikTok vlogmas. That might be a thing for next year. Who knows? Or this year, hello, that or actually, January. I think people, I think people started doing that, but that that actually makes sense because that it's makes like sense. Shorter. Yeah, it's short content. Yeah, because yeah. if I mm-hmm. vlogged every single day, it would not be cute. It would just no. be me playing Sims. Yeah, and then, like, <laughs> be like okay, why are we? Here? Especially in the year of the pandemics, like it's not been good. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, so time of vlogmas was like not the best because I saw my views drop, but like I didn't know like. Again, me being a Virgo, I was trying to, like, mm-hmm. analyze it and be like, okay, so, like, what can I fix? 
And I was like, was it because I left college and are people like not into that vibe? Is it just Vlogmas and is this Mm -hmm. just the season? So like that was the only time when I was like letting the views kind of like affect like Mm -hmm. my motivation for YouTube because like I was like seeing it drop, but like I was still pushing out the content. And then like now in the space that I'm in, it's like I'm going back to where I was literally like the, the headspace that I was in this time last year like this Mm -hmm. time last year I think I just hit like 10k yeah and I was just like I was just making the fun videos I was having fun with it and it's like wherever you go with it you go with it but as long as you know that you're making the best every single video you put out is like the best thing possible and if five people see it that one day those five people saw the best content you've ever seen and then if five million people see it then the five million people are seeing the best content you've ever seen Mm-hmm. So I'm like trying to like get back into that mindset because I feel like that's that's like a good motivator. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel like when it actually like when you remind yourself of the fun that content creation used to bring you, like I had to. Oh, mm-hmm. my content creation journey has been so long. So it's like having those ups and downs. And like Raina can probably agree because we've been doing this for a very long time. And like when you when you just get so focused on like okay now I'm gonna grow, it just becomes this like. Yeah oh like it's just like there's like a cloud sitting on top of you and you literally don't want to do anything because it's just not fun anymore and like I I mean Raina and I still go through our peaks where it's like oh like now this is a time when it's like so fun we're just doing everything that we want to do and it doesn't even matter who's watching and like I crave to always be in that mentality because it's like that's what social media was for in the first place like yes oh my gosh the benefits are amazing when you can reap the benefits of you know the money the brand deals the blah 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 the free stuff whatever but like when it comes to actually enjoying that there's a point when it just doesn't it's not worth it to have free stuff and all the glitz and glam of a brand deal if it's just like not fun for you anymore and like you're not into it and it's not yeah and it's not fun people know when you're not into it and when it's it's so obvious yeah you think that people can't read you they can Mm -hmm. yeah because like i i see it like i see it in like youtubers that i like click on and i watch and i'm like are you trying to be fake to me right now? Like, are like, do you really mean what you're saying to me? Right. Like, and I get that weird vibe. And like, I never want to come across as like that vibe because like I started this and like, I, all I do is literally just talk to my camera. Like I just talk to my camera and I just keep talking. Got my first, well, not my first, like I just joined like with a management team. Yes. So finally have, like, Wait, congrats. Let's clap for that first. Yes. Oh, Maya just signed yeah. to a management Yeah. for social media. Like, I, I needed that. Like I really like wanted that because like, like the emails aspect of it, like the business aspect of it, like that wasn't, that was what was like kind of like draining it for me. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I got to check my emails. And I was like, I felt like, you know, like the sponsorships is like what you kind of like, I was like, oh, this is what I have to do. So like, let me check my emails. Let me do all this. But like, I'm not a communicator. I'm not a businesswoman. And especially as like a black teenager, I don't know how right. to advocate for myself. No, I feel you. Like, yeah. And that's there comes a point not- where you have to outsource that stuff. And like, you're, I feel like you're at yeah. that point where you can do that. But did you ever feel like there was a point where you were handling all this stuff and you were just like, uh, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like the business side of stuff is a lot. Yeah. Like I, I think legit, like the first time I started getting emails, I was like, I can't, I'm scared. Like, I think the first contract I ever got, it was like, we I, talked I about this. It. I forgot yeah, because we I were like, you were underselling yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, if, if this is what everything is like, I don't, I, I might just, you know, I might just not have to be, get paid from this. <laughs> this yeah. might not have to be my thing. Cause like, like that, like really like, I don't know, like that just like scared me. Cause I was like, 
you know, is dealing with like legal stuff. And I'm like, I didn't sign yeah, up for that. Like I signed up to like film videos, edit them, post them on mm-hmm. the internet, you know? Which is nice. And, like, and now I, you have people doing it for you. Cause like that's, yeah. that's what you should. Yeah. That's what you should definitely have. But like the only, the only thing. And like, I, I'm such an overthinker and I'm like, uh, and I hate that <laughs> about myself, but like now that I have this manager, like, I feel like I have this pressure that like I put on myself to be like, if I fall off, are other people losing their job? Like, you know, like if I fall off, other people are counting on me now Mm -hmm. to perform my best. And if like, you know, it's just like that pressure, like, oh, no, I get it. I so get it. Yeah. Like I look at it, my views now and I'm like, if, okay, like if I didn't get good views on a video, like are are people going to be disappointed in me you know like I just don't mm-hmm. I, I hate disappointing people so that's and I, I know of course like my managers mm-hmm. never think that like yeah. they never be like oh, yeah but that's just what goes through my head and mm-hmm. I think like that kind of like freaks me out sometimes well I can I can kind of relate to that in a sense where it's like even on the acting side of things when you have a manager agency mm-hmm. a team whatever and you're auditioning for literally like a year straight and you don't book anything aka me hello but like you know but it's like they're taking that chance on you because they see something in you and if they by the grace right. of whatever like let you go then it's on them like and you know I don't see, foresee my you know my agency or my management dropping me at any time soon because like I can genuinely tell that they're wanting to build this together and like that's what you want you want people who are going to like believe in you and see things in you and like you don't obviously want to let them down but like my friend um you know not to go into her tea but I'm not going to say who it is but she actually just got released from her management and like it's crazy because she was just so close to booking this feature film she was I think she was like out of like four people that was about to book this like huge role in this movie and she was this close like she went to New York did the callbacks like did everything did all the rounds and like they went with someone else and then her management just dropped her and she was with a really big management and she was like towards the quote-unquote like bottom of her roster because she's just like they have stars at that management and she just felt so down like about it and I was like girl you know what like I'm obviously not in your boat so I can't say like be better like do better feel better you know because like no one wants to hear that shit but I was like I was like, someone's going to want you. So I was like, let's go sit. And like, we went to a coffee shop and we sat down and I helped her like write all these like pitch agency, pitch to management emails and all that stuff. And we Mm -hmm. moved on because like, that's what you have to do. You cannot let something like that stop you or even the fear of that because say it does happen, which it just did to her. And I was not foreseeing that at all because it's not like, like she was so close. She was so close to a movie and she's gotten callbacks for so many other things too. So like, I've never foresee her like obviously getting dropped by management but it happened and when that shit does happen and it sucks you have to pivot so like I can't let the fear of like what if people are disappointed in me like stop me because I'm like I'm doing my best I'm putting my best foot forward and she was putting her best foot forward every single day so it's like you know people are always going to think what they're going to think like if you're Mm -hmm. like you just have to constantly tell yourself okay am I doing my best as long as your effort if your effort isn't decreasing then Mm -hmm. like that's that's it Mm -hmm. because sometimes life happens every yeah Yeah. that's what i'm saying everyone is going through stuff right now everyone is feeling at one of their lowest points probably in their life with everything else going on in the world and it's like you know to look at someone and be like oh you're a disappointment to me it's like well i gotta satisfy myself first sorry and if i can't be there for myself and not figure things out for myself and you want to let me go then that's fine like i can't ask you to stay and honestly when someone I always tell people this too when they're looking for agencies and managements to sign with. I'm like, if someone doesn't seem excited about you, I don't care if they were with the biggest agency in the world and they are not excited about you. I would never want to sign with someone who's not excited about me because then that already shows how hard they're going to work for you. Because if they're like, oh, like, yeah, we like your look and like, we think you could be a good fit with us. 
okay, let me sign you. And then you basically get no auditions. You get nothing. Yep. You get no calls, no, you know, intimate text. And like, honestly, being in the industry, both creative industries, whatever, it's basically like a teacher's pet game. And honestly, you could be at the bottom of your roster, but if your people love you and they are willing to make something work with you, you can tell by the effort through their messages, their yeah. emails, their texts, their phone calls. You can tell how personable they are with you versus if you're just at the bottom of someone's roster doing nothing. So I'm like, mm-hmm. don't sign with someone who's not excited about you. I don't care. Yeah. I'm like, you know, they could be at a smaller agency, but like they're so excited about you and you can tell that you can move and grow with them. Sign with them. I will always go with the smaller agency over someone who's just like has a big name because I'm like, that does nothing for you and someone who appreciates like what you bring to the what you bring to the table yeah yeah because the effort goes both ways like if you have someone that's supposed to be like supporting you uplifting Mm -hmm. you but like you don't feel that like validation then Mm -hmm. that's gonna break like that's just not gonna help both parties because then you're not gonna be performing your best because you're like you know it's just a Mm -hmm. mental battle Let's segue into um, people want to know, like, what's the future plans for Maya? Like college, what's what's the vibes? You know, you don't have to know everything, but kind of like, you know, give us a sneak peek of what you think. What's going on? Um, The vibes for my future. Well, fall, actually, like today, I need to like hand in my application. Yay. For this college, <laughs> but I haven't even started it. Anyways. <laughs> I am uh gonna go to like a it's not called community I it's like a state state college I'm just gonna uh-huh. go to oh oh a CUNY city CUNY okay city yeah University of New York I'm gonna go to a CUNY right. in the fall which I I'm looking forward to because like I want to have like that structure back mm. but like other than that like I want to do like online classes because I want the freedom to like I want to go like I want to travel a bit me too <laughs> travel of course like I like I've no, always I said feel. like the big places like Paris, Italy, mm-hmm. all of that. Like I want to wait until everything's clear. Yeah. There's no more like variations of anything. Yeah. Going on. <laughs> like, I don't want to be at the Eiffel Tower and I'm just like <laughs> me and my mask, like yeah. chilling. You know, yeah. but like all that stuff I want to wait for. But like I feel like this would be a great time to like like come to LA, yeah. like do all mm-hmm. that, like and just like. I don't know, like just like get out of like I don't know. I'm that's nice. Of course, I'm in. New- I'm back in New York, and I love New York because New York has so many opportunities. But like, I just want to explore different places. Yeah. Yeah. yeah as you should I've been getting this like travel itch too and it's it's been mm-hmm. I don't know it's I, like I'm back in LA love LA so excited to be here but it's like oh I'm, I'm already ready to like go somewhere <laughs> I'm like yeah. I need to see like I think people who travel like I will say this time and time again people who travel are the people who just have the most insight to everything like you get to see so many different cultures and so many different aspects and whatever and mm-hmm. like completely agree with you on the waiting till you know to go internationally travel like huge um if there's no reason to there's no reason to but I'm like damn like I really want to travel like I'm getting that bug and I feel like recently I've been feeling this like stuck mindset and I don't know if it's because of lots of things going on in the world right now or just like it just feels like I keep asking myself I'm like is this it (laughs) like from life and I'm like that's a dark mindset like I don't know that's dark but I'm like sometimes I just feel so stuck like I'm so happy in my my life like I love my friends I love my family love my boyfriend like I'm so excited to like Mm -hmm. you know like live my life but I'm like is this it? Like, and I'm like, but I never feel that when I'm traveling. So I feel like I've just been in one place for too long. And that's what's getting me down. I'm like, you you just need that like push out of your comfort zone. Like like, legit, like just something extremely new, like a new place, 
new foods, new people. That's what that. I need. Yeah. And even if it's yeah. for like a week or two, like I just, I need that yeah. so bad. And I'm like, yeah, we're in the process of like hopefully trying to plan a couple of like, you know, road trip, day trip things here and there, like for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Like we're just trying to see what, because I'm like so bored. Like I see Raina's in Joshua Tree right now. And it's funny because I was like, oh, like we wanted to go. <laughs> like we were trying to go Yo, like last weekend. She's living her best life. That's yeah. why I'm actually like, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, I'm coming to LA. Like, I don't know. I'm like I'm trying to figure out like all the specific dates, but like just I'm because so for one, this time in New York is like so kind of like cold dirty and, <laughs> and dark. It's, freezing. it's yeah. freezing, and then it's like the holiday season is done, so there's no like Christmassy vibe. It's just right. cold and it's just cold. No. Mm-mm. so like i think la would be like a cool vibe for like a short you know yeah. week even you coming from like song. yeah a bit yeah that's so yeah. fun yay i'm so excited well we will see you here obviously and we will get all the content shot and all that yes. stuff i'm, I'm, really got that. I'm excited to go to a beach i'm like now come now <laughs> like just out on a boat right now <laughs> you case maybe i'll learn how to surf no, literally, no, that's literally what I want to do. I'm like, I just need more, even like exploring in LA. I haven't really done much of that yet because I'm like, Pandy, like it's still here. And I'm like, yeah. I don't really know what to do. And right now I'm stuck with the COVID. So like, I'm not, not yet. Like I, I, I caught it guys. I didn't even update the the podcast, but that'll probably go in the intro. But anyway, um, yeah, like, so I'm like just trying to get over this because I'm staying inside and I don't really like being inside. But it's, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm just ready to travel, so I feel that. But good future plans. I feel like you can't really strictly yeah. plan anything. If anything, we've learned in the past couple of years that, like, you can't really plan that far ahead into things. But, like, it's always fun to plan a little bit ahead. But just enjoy the yeah. moment. Yeah. I feel like I you just gotta, gotta enjoy now, it. Like, like, leaving the whole, like, traditional vibe. Because, I like, I was so set on college. Like, college was my dream. Like, I wanted to go to USC. Like Me too. USC was, was my dream school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, college was an addiction. I was, like, mm-hmm. I had this whole dream mindset about it. And then, so, basically, that would be, like, my whole four years, like, planned out. But now that, like, that's kind of just, like, you know, it's something I still want to do, but it's not my main focus. Like, YouTube is my main focus. It's, like, kind of figuring out, like, okay, what are my next four years with that aspect? And, like, I feel like with YouTube, like, you can sort of plan ahead, but, like, it's best to kind of just move as things mm-hmm. move. Because you don't know, like, what's going to pop up. You never know. Like, TikTok came out of nowhere and, like, blew up. And now there's, yeah, you never know. So it's, like, more so, like, going with the flow, which is different for me. Because I, like, you know, I normally sit down and write, like, a five-year plan. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. If anything, yeah, now is not the time to make five-year plans anymore. Like, it really is about enjoying your next, like, two months and then planning your next yep. two months and seeing where to go from there because, like, everything is so uncertain. Like, we never really know what's going on, and especially in the career industry, like, paths that we're in, it's, like, very uncertain. Like, I never know when I'm going to book a job. You never know when you're going to get a brand deal or the next YouTube mm-hmm. trend's going to come up. Like, you never know. So it's, like, you just kind of got to enjoy what you're doing, enjoy the creative process, and just keep rolling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we covered kind of a lot of things. So I guess we've made it kind of to the end. So Maya, do you no. have an adulting tip? She's like, no. She's like, no, no. I don't have like, an We're not done. Like, let's <laughs> talk for five more hours. I like, know. This is, this is good vibes. Um, Such good vibes. Tip. Adulting tip. My adulting tip. I don't know how to put it into like a motivational, uh, like. She said, let's make it sound so Socrates. Like, like, so you can like get tattoos. <laughs> on your forehead yeah like mine said this but my adulting tip would be that it's okay to be a kid oh right i don't know like that's always one of my fears that people like 
perceive me as like immature because like my youtube channel i'm like i am a 19 year old but like i act 12 and i'm like (laughs) sometimes i'm like why am i doing that but like it's like it is what it is like if you Mm want to act a little immature of course like you know not in the ignorant sense but Mm -hmm. like if you want to have fun have one like have fun Mm -hmm. just because you turn into an adult doesn't mean you have to become a scrooge you know right when you turn 18 doesn't mean like you fall into a depression and you're like automatically like a slave to the life form like <laughs> right no like you know it's okay to be a kid yeah it's okay to not take something seriously sometimes yeah I feel like I need a, I definitely needed that today because it's just like especially when you kind of move out of your house and you're starting to begin the quote-unquote adulting process hello hikey adulting it's like you're mm-hmm. always trying to focus on like the next bill the next thing that you're trying to figure out oh my car did this what does this light mean when the car comes on like you know like you're just trying to figure out all this stuff and I feel like that's it's all the little adulting things that have been stressing me out in my head for like the past however long since I've gotten back to LA I'm like oh I've got to take care of this and this and this and it's just so exhausting and I'm like dude like being a kid is so fun and I'm like who says I can't like you know and I think sometimes it gets so like we're in this age where you know we're not really an adult yet but we are we're legally an adult and like but you're not yeah. 21 so you're not so and then even when you turn 21 it's like people still look down on you because you're not old enough yet and like blah blah and it's like well okay and what about it like you know like I'm just so tired of having to like like I feel like I've always had to grow up fast like I've grown up fast since I was young and it's like I was always ready to move out and go and do my thing and start my dreams but it's like damn like I wish sometimes I could just slow down and like not do anything again and just like not care and like honestly these past couple days being sick has literally told me to like slow down and do nothing because even on days where I like try and have rest days I'm like oh I always end up scrolling on TikTok trying to quote-unquote find inspiration but I'm not like I'm literally just drilling myself into the ground like thinking that I'm working and doing stuff and it's just it's not fun and I'm just like I want to just have fun again and like be chill so yesterday I was so sick because I got uh what's it called I got retested for COVID and then I was like Cause I'm like, I don't feel sick anymore, but like I still tested positive for it on the rapid. So obviously mm-hmm. I'm staying home. So I literally like got McDonald's yesterday and Chris and I sat on the patio. Like I had like a bathing suit top on and I was just like tanning outside, doing nothing, right. eating my McDonald's. And then I went back inside, got a popsicle, went back onto the balcony, sat there in the sun and like tanned. And I was like, what? I'm like, oh, why don't I do this when I'm not sick? Like it, it literally had to take me being sick to like slow down and not feel like I have to adult. Like I... I can slow down and be and it, and it can be okay you know yeah. so I needed that it's good for I you. like it's that. like you should like carve out time to do that because like yeah like, that little time and like a lot of people like feel bad about you know like mm-hmm. they feel guilty about taking time off like I talk to my mom a lot and she's always I like agree when she's like when she sits down to like binge watch tv show she's like oh but I feel so feel so guilty, guilty. Like, yeah and I'm like mom like like what do you mean like you do everything like every single day like you're allowed to binge watch a tv show for the entire day like I do that every day of my life like you could do it for like a singular day yeah. it's not you know like you could just like have have the days that are just like to yourself and yeah. do what you want to do and have fun I know uh I love that and also like with you feling like being quote-unquote younger and being more like it makes you feel like you're more immature like if anything like I respect Jojo Siwa so much now like so Mm -hmm. much more now not only because my friend worked on a movie with her but like I feel like that was when I started looking more at Jojo's like lifetime and like her career and stuff because like all the other dance mom girls who grew up like you know like Maddie and Chloe and all them like they all have their own platforms they're doing more quote-unquote mature things more mature movies projects whatever but Jojo has this like kid-like 
aesthetic essentially and it's like that's what she goes by and it's like so many people slandered her for that for being like the giant baby and I'm like look at what she's doing like she's inspiring all these kids and like that's what she wants to do and that just makes me so happy I'm like that doesn't mean that you have to walk around with bows in your hair but I'm saying like she didn't really like she didn't care and like that made me so like and then her being on Dancing with the Stars recently like you know and being that LGBTQ representation by having the first like female female like couple pairing Mm -hmm. like that was huge and I was like damn I really respect Jojo like that's really freaking cool that she can do that and still like honestly she's respected in the industry she's in like time 100 like doing all this stuff and yeah. i'm like that's so and cool. like you can she can do all of that and still be herself and like yeah. have fun and be silly and like yeah and still grow up at her own pace like she's been in a couple relationships already and like she's doing her own thing under the public eye and it's like you can do whatever you want and like and no one has to be like you know like if someone's telling you what to do and like it doesn't resonate with you then like oh well screw them that's kind of what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode when it came to like reaching out to people and I'm like if people don't resonate with you and don't want to be your friend then reach out to someone else like you know that's that's how I view it and I'm like yeah like if people judge you for like if people judge you like being immature not being on the yeah. same playing field like all that stuff like, like what is it, maturity honestly because if we exactly. break it down it's not really anything exactly. like all these business people typing professional emails I'm like they're just little kids like if you think about everyone as a little kid you you feel less like less intimidated by big mm-hmm. head industry people because like especially in ooh, especially in the entertainment industry and like uh, you know just like youtube social media industry it's like you get so scared to reach out to people who have higher numbers than you who have more of a quote-unquote professional persona than you but at the end of the day like their kids you know like they you know they do the same thing that we do every day and it's like you're just humans i have to think about that with casting directors all the time because i'm like yes they're sitting behind this table and they're determining if you're going to basically be famous or not you know it's like you got to remember like they're literally just kids like they're just kids and grown-up bodies that's it and i'm like when i think about everybody like that this kind of seems like a simulation. <laughs> so it kind of yeah. seems like a little game. Oh, <laughs> like, which kid can I trick easiest <laughs> like in this lifetime? Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We've made it to the end of the episode, Miss Maya. I know. Oh, we have to have you back at some point. Maybe for a trio episode with like Reina, you and me. That might be fun. I feel like that would be a lot of screaming. That would, that would be, be that would too much rowdy. screaming. That would, that would be... It would be an episode that's just silent <laughs> the entire time. Like a collab I had some... video. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. That would be so fun. Or, or a collab house. A collab or, house? Honestly, collab we... House. Yeah. It can happen. I can see it happening. Go ahead and shout out your socials for everybody so they can watch you and keep up with you. Okay. So, my YouTube is Maya Beatrice. That is Beatrice with, with a Z and no E. And my Instagram is um pretty sure maya.beatrice but honestly if you just look me up on youtube i always link everything there and yes. i kind of forget everything else so just go to youtube because that's where my best content is yes linking everything down below so you guys don't have to work hard and that's gonna be a great time but thank you so much for sharing the mic with me today it was so fun yay